What is going on, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Accidental Parents Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lucas. And I am your better half, Lucas, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) And today we are recording on a Monday, which is very fitting because I had a case of the sun. No, not the Sunday. The Monday scaries. Monday scaries. Gotta love it. What are the Monday scaries? Well, can I tell you, I've never experienced that in my life. Like ever. Never say never. Have you? Have you had the Monday scaries before? Every fucking Monday. (laughs) <laughs> I love. I work Actually, a corporate job, bro. You know what's so funny? Every is, Monday is the Monday scaries. You know what's so funny is when I was actually experiencing it this morning. I had a moment where I was like, "Is this what Lucas feels every single Monday morning?" Yeah, you got to sit at your desk and be like, ah, "Well, it's Monday." That's why everyone loves Friday so much. <laughs> so I actually have always been a person that loves Monday. I don't know why. Like I just like. I like being productive and I associate productivity with Monday. Yeah. It's just time to get back to reality because on the weekend, the last thing you're thinking about is work and, and the, and everything you're putting off is work at the same time. So Monday is time to get back. I say it all the time when I'm making my phone calls on Monday, you know, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Well, it's Monday, you know, back to reality. I say it all the time. Back to reality. (laughs) He's telling you his script, guys. (laughs) He's going to tell you all his tips and tricks for sales 101. But yeah, Monday is intense, man. Well, I'm actually just having a moment right now because you made me realize, see, I don't ever take the weekend off. No, you don't. You never shut off. Like I never shut off. And because this past week, I completely shut off. I took the week off of work. I took the weekend off. I laid in bed yesterday that's why I had the Monday scaries. Welcome, and I think welcome to what we feel. <laughs> I think usually even even if it's me like still working on the weekend or just taking an hour to prep for my week on the weekend, I always go into Monday feeling prepared. And I think that's the one thing I didn't do, which like I'm also not mad that I didn't prepare because I needed to take a break and just not even. No, like, you I, definitely did. I knew that if I tried to tap into anything work related yesterday, it wasn't going to work. But I, it was, that's just so funny. I didn't realize that it's because I like never shut off. Yeah. I mean, this past week was definitely a little different for us as a family. I was away for, what was it? Six days on a work trip. Monday through Sunday, six days, two hours, <laughs> I was going to say, and let's say, let's just say Amanda counted down every <laughs> second. I could hear her from across the country. <laughs> Get your ass home by the time I was, I was, uh, I was heading to the airport. So, but it was crazy. What, what was your experience? Like yeah, there? let's talk about it. So first off, I'm proud of you. I mean, eight months pregnant, taking care of a one and a half year old for six days with not much help at all. You're a fucking rock star, babe. I think I had three hours of help in that whole span of a week. That's nuts. And even during that help, I felt so bad because I also had the stress of knowing that I made the mistake of texting my babysitter and being like, hey, how's he doing <laughs> in the middle of me being away? And she was like, honestly, he's pretty damn cranky and like crying for hours. And I'm like, OK, that makes how does a single better. mom do it? I, no fucking clue. If you're listening and you're a single mom, like my hat goes off to you. I like what can I do to help? What can I do to support you? Because honestly, I had a moment where I was like, and I th- I even made a TikTok about it. I was like, how the fuck do single moms do this on top of having one, two, three, sometimes even four jobs? Super women. And then also <clears throat> like feel sane and like feel like 
they're doing enough and like providing value and like being a good like I just oh my gosh my my heart goes out to all the single moms I don't know how you do it the, kudo, the kudos to you that's for sure yeah but yeah no it definitely wasn't fun you no know, so let's across. talk about it so Lucas Lucas went on a work trip Monday and I was actually off of social media still at this point so he went on a work trip on Monday and came back on Sunday what is that six days yeah six days seven days Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Monday Friday, to Saturday, Monday would Sunday. be seven days that's babe. seven no, that's seven days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I don't Saturday, think you can include Sunday. the day Monday. Oh, that's true. No, I can't, start I, on I can't include Sunday. because What? I had them all day on Monday. No, you, I, didn't, I can't include Sunday because you came back Sunday. I came back super early Sunday. Yeah, so you had him on Sunday. Anyway, six days, and I am 33 weeks pregnant, which is eight months in one week. So I am like, if for anybody who doesn't know... <laughs> I'm very pregnant. So not only are you, yeah, not only are you physically altered, and, yeah. you know, you're also mentally yeah. preg brained out. So. Oh my gosh. Hormones everywhere. Like, and I think too, I was doing a pretty good job at not recognizing that I was pregnant up until this past week. Like I, every time anybody ever asked me, how are you feeling? I would say, I forget that I'm pregnant. Like that's literally what I would say is I forget that I'm pregnant. Yeah. You just have a freak freak body and the way you recover and just everything. I mean, I think your age has a lot to do with it as well. Yeah. But I think what I'm what I'm getting at is like this past week was the first time I really was like, oh, I am eight months pregnant. Yeah, because you didn't have your man there doing fucking everything for you. Listen, let's reel back in, Lucas. (laughs) Let's Let's redefine everything. No, um, No, but honestly, like even just like having the mental switch off of like, you get done with work at five. I can just like relax and not feel like I have to do everything. Yeah, there was never a switch off. Yeah, there was not never a switch off. And I think that was the biggest thing was like constantly feeling like fight or flight. Like I have to do X, Y, and Z because no one else is going to this week. If I if if I don't do it, it's not happening. Right. And so um, I feel like that was the biggest thing. And it's funny because... Man, I got as, a little humbled this past week. Huh? As soon as Lucas came... Yeah, I did. As soon as Lucas came home... you like, home, here, take him. Yeah. And shut yourself in our bedroom. No, as soon as he came home, it wasn't even like I... Because I, I remember even telling you in the beginning of the week, oh my gosh, I just took Lennox to the Children's Museum. We have to go when you get back on Sunday. We'll right. have a day of it. Like, I didn't expect to be so exhausted. No, I think it was just you finally putting your guard down. Exactly. You know, so I was going to say <laughs> getting out of fight or flight my mode because nervous you finally system, had help, you know. My nervous system this whole week was in fight or flight. And finally, you came home and I felt like this release. I was like, "Oh, I can just like chill and relax." And as soon as I did that, my body was like, "No, like power down. <laughs> we are going to lay in bed. We're not going to use our mind. Like we're just going to chill." And it was so needed, but I I want to just say like yes I again like the single mom thing I don't know how people do it but also too I think they do it because they have to fucking and do and it. that's the thing like I that's why I'm so grateful for you and not only having like you as my partner just like having a partner in general but like having someone like you who is so willing to to be hands on and help me out because I just felt like I I don't know who I would be if I had to do this all on my own. I didn't feel like myself. I wasn't sleeping great. I I didn't have the energy to do my self-care. Like I really got a taste of like why so many moms don't prioritize themselves this week. And I'm still of the camp of like, 
I think you can always make time to prioritize yourself. And I tried my best doing that, but it allowed me to see more of why moms might slip into like not nourishing their children with like really nourishing food all the time, sticking in them in front of the TV more often than they'd like, because like sometimes you just fucking have to. And like this week, I really, really realized that like, okay, now I fully understand why sometimes like, self-care and and quality nutrition and movement and and entertaining your kid without putting him in in a screen like goes by the wayside sometimes because it just kind of has to sometimes absolutely and also you know yeah that week was was tough for you and challenging for you but what a beautiful lesson that yeah you've kind of learned from all of this and and what you've learned and and well no looking at this whole situation from a different angle it's just it's good. It's good for you, you know? A thousand percent, especially working with women one-on-one. Sharpening sharpening your tools. Yeah. Working with women one-on-one, I have such like a newfound perspective for what it means to be a mom and have to bear a lot more of the weight. Like I, I feel really lucky that I'm in a position where like you and I really work together and Definitely. I feel like my I'm being helped out 50% of the time. Whereas now I have an understanding of what that looks like to other women who don't feel that and how I can best help them based on now the experience that I went through of not having that help. Absolutely. I mean, life is about experiences. Yeah. It's so funny because there is, I don't know if you remember seeing this uh, meme of Kylie Jenner back in like 2016 or something. And she was like, this is just the year of like realizing things. Do you remember? (laughs) No, I'm normally good with the meme stuff. But but there was, she's like, it's just like the year of like realizing things, like things to be realized. And I was like, that is the phase of life that I'm in right now of just like realizing shit based on my life experience that's going to help me towards right you get a tattoo on your thigh (laughs) yeah realize things established 2022 i i not even i'm i shit you not today i was thinking because i i mean a lot of my clients are going through just like huge realizations too and i i really thought about like creating this like four-day challenge on my social media realizing things challenge or creating a project that was dedicated to realizing things because at the end of the day that's what it's about like whatever you do towards self-growth and discovery, it's all about just realizing more things about yourself, about other people, about your life. So you got to love a good realization. You know? <laughs> we love realizing the things that we realized we never needed to realize until Absolutely. now. <laughs> Shout out our new baby is going to be a name to realize. <laughs> we just let real, the public know. Real <laughs> lies. <laughs> real first name, eyes, middle name. Oh, man. Anyway, I want to just touch on real quick before we get into some more li- uh, life updates and Monday Scaries tips. Um, a couple tips that really or things that really helped me. And we'll also dive in later in the episode, too, on this more. But what really, I think, helped me a lot in, in navigating being home alone with Lennox was having my fucking priorities in, in place of like, you're not working. You're not on social media. There's no pressure there. You just have to be a mom. And I think if you're in the position where like you can really limit your priorities when you are the full-time caretaker, then do it. Like even if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're feeling like like, swamped, but you don't have like a uh, a nine to five or another job and being a mom is your job, limit the distractions of social media. It helps so much to just like understand that there's no pressure that needs to be put anywhere except for like you being a mom. Right. (laughs) I'm sure there is a point probably within the first 
48 hours of you and me being gone and you realizing like holy shit lucas isn't gonna be here for five days like this is real oh yeah oh yeah i remember sitting on my on the couch on tuesday being like <laughs> it's funny gradually looking at like how we spoke and your responses and just <laughs> yeah. how you were like day one and two you're like yeah i'm killing it day three <laughs> it was like uh, a little gray we're Day four, it was, you know, you're a little upset. Day five and six, you're literally just crying on the other end of the <laughs> yeah. phone. Just, every day was just more layers peeled back. Day day one and two, I was like, I'm so happy for you, Lucas. I'm so glad you're like getting like, go kill to it. meet your, yeah, your, go everybody kill from work. It. I'm so happy you're going to get some time with your family. And then by day six, I was like, how the you're fuck You're like, fuck your parents, you fuck your family, yeah. get the fuck over here. <laughs> fuck, like, quit your job and come help me. Like, babe. That would be such a funny reel if I like recorded day no, one. No, that's a great idea. As a single mom. Day two, as a single mom. Right. Have you seen those ones of like... Day of one course. of watching they're Love the, Island. Yeah, they're the best. Day five of watching Love Island. <laughs> Wait, hold up. What accent was that? <laughs> That's my first question. That was like a mix between fucking English and Italian. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've never like... No, my fa- I love the Yellowstone ones. Which the, I've you know, seen those ones. Day one of watching Yellowstone and then day two of watching Yellowstone. You're just kind of wearing a cowboy hat. Day three of watching Yellowstone. You've got this kind of like low-key cowboy fit on and day four it's just full out <laughs> fucking you got the leather straps on and oh man I, I i love those those uh reels but um anyway the one thing i wanted to get back to is monday scaries so like what the fuck is it and tips that we can provide man, so monday scaries are so real for for me i mean i love my job don't get me wrong but you know especially working a corporate job we have the ability to shut that part of our mind off and completely separate ourselves from it during the weekend or whatever days we have off and for me it was even crazier because last week i didn't get much i was with my company and surrounded by my company because it was a big conference or whatever but we didn't get any work done so it was it still felt super weird coming back monday having to kind of recuperate re situate the whole situation per se um and get back to work it's it's definitely not easy but there's some things you can do for sure did your voice just crack could have <laughs> um i wanted to ask you do you <clears throat> do you think that if you took an hour to prepare on sundays it would help your monday scaries 100 percent. okay absolutely but am I going to do that? <laughs> it's still Sunday. I, normally Sunday night, I'm looking at the clock like, how many more hours of the weekend do I have left? Oh my gosh. See, I've never been that person. But I, I'm like that with time. You with are. Everything. You are. But you also are somebody that like your your anxiety like doesn't propel you into action. My anxiety propels me into action no, too much. Me, don't get me wrong. My anxiety propels me into action. I mean, if I didn't act, I w- wouldn't have a job. No, but I feel like most of the time, fear and anxiety for you will paralyze you. Rather, for me, it almost sends me into, like, hyperaction. Does that make sense? I mean, you're essentially telling me that I'm just a worthless piece of shit. <laughs> no, I'm not. I've actually told you this. <laughs> the, I, I feel like I've pressure. told you this your whole life. Of, like, you remember... You're just you ju- no. you're just thinking of that, those times where we get caught having sex. No, that's what, I'm, that, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. When yeah, it comes, sometimes I freeze, When right? it comes to fight, flight, or freeze, you are freeze. I am either flight or fr- or fight 
mostly fight. Just like, what the fuck can I do to like, you know, get this out of me? I don't want to say I'm on a 100% freeze because no, that just makes me freeze. seem like a fucking stick in the mud. No, I just think that your your natural gut like reaction depends of, on like, the situation. Is freezing. I feel like. It really okay. depends on the situation. Well, you're not really being, you're not taking this as constructive criticism. <laughs> Look, all right. <laughs> I kind of meant for us to like agree on I'm this. No, but you're I'm going like... to take that point to court right there because <laughs> this is a public platform. All right. Um, I wanted to. Oh, you're better than you at everything. No, <laughs> I wanted to talk about though, because I experienced the Monday scaries today, like on Monday morning. I wasn't anxious last night. I was anxious today. What did was... you feel? I felt. My heart was racing. I felt like my chest was tight. Well, what I, I, well, I'm not necessarily asking physically what you were feeling. I'm like mentally. Yeah. What were you thinking? What like just I didn't like work nervousness? Last week. I don't know. Where no, to, not don't that. Know where to start. Essentially. Sort of, it was sort of like it was sort. It was more so um, like imposter syndrome. Like I have been out of the game for a week and a half. How do I? you like how how do i use my hands you right. know what i mean like ricky bobby moment of just like i don't know what to do with my hands mm-hmm. like i don't know what to do yeah not knowing where to start yeah not knowing where to start exactly and it was very much too like oh am i it was it made me realize i i see how people can get out of work for a while and then be fearful of going back into it because they're like Oh, like this is uncomfortable. I think to a just lot of people it. suffered that during COVID. Yeah, too. yeah, a hundred percent. And that's also something that I realized was <laughs> theme of the podcast is realization. realization. <laughs> but that's another thing that gave me a new perspective of of like, oh, I see how people can slip into like feeling like they don't have the motivation to start again. Totally. Or, or it's do. hard starting again. It's fucking anyone can just sit there and kind of do the work you need to do to get by. You yeah. know, when you're in a job where you, you have a lot of responsibility and, and performance is a factor, it's fucking hard. Yeah. You know, like Kim Kardashian once said, just fucking do it. What did she say? Get off the couch and just fucking she, work hard. No, she was like, <laughs> people are get are. What was it? Oh, I'm, I don't I'm, know, but she got so much hate for saying the realest shit ever she say oh my god i'm blinking now i I think she just said if you get your fucking ass up and work that's what she said get your fucking ass up and work but it's hard to do that sometimes yeah it definitely is no and i actually that separates you know the performers from the non-performers yeah and i agree with kim kardashian you you just have to get your fucking ass up and work because that's what i was going to say for some tips i actually wrote a blog post for the pretty naked members today on the monday scaries and kind of overcoming them what I did to overcome them. And I think the biggest thing that really helped me was obviously like, yes. So this morning I I took a short walk with Lennox because I felt anxious from the moment I woke up. So I took a short walk with Lennox, made sure I got sun on my face. Usually I'll, I'll listen to a podcast or music while I'm walking. But today I was like, nope, I'm just going to be present with my thoughts and, and not distract myself from them because I knew that that was going to make my anxiety worse. And then when I got to uh, the coffee shop that I worked at, I like took some really deep, nice, long like inhales and exhales through the diaphragm, like breathing, realizing like your breath is so powerful. Even if you're in it, because this was me today. I was like, I'm so fucking anxious. I'm not going to sit here and take three deep breaths. It's not going to do anything. But I did it and it made a difference. Right. So breathing really, really helped. Um, the- and the person next to you thought you were just shitting your pants. <laughs> 
And then the other thing, the Kim Kardashian of it all is just get your fucking ass up and work is just doing. Like I I, I, I got to a point where I was like, I can't just keep thinking about how anxious and, Mm -hmm. and scared of this that I am to do. Just fucking do it. Yeah, I get past my Monday scaries with just yeah making that just first jumping call, in just jumping right in yeah absolutely and I, then speaking to a few of my coworkers too just like having quick conversations to start acclimating yourself yeah definitely definitely acclimating and also getting like yo it's monday fuck and then hearing someone else say fuck it's like all right yeah we're all like fuck all right let's get the this collective money. reassurance of we're <laughs> right. all going through this you know community and it's then, power yeah, community is very important and then just kind of like all right well let's have ourselves a monday all right let's do it and i think it's I mean, because the whole thing of like jumping in, I think sometimes the what can be contributing to the Monday scaries is your daunting to do list. Like for you, it's I have to make 50 calls or I have to make and I X, have to Y, book and Z. fucking meetings. Yeah. Else, you know, but what is going to make you feel better about it is like chipping away at that. You 100%. know, for me, what's going to make me feel better about working is chipping away at my to do list and my and my tasks that are there. Yeah, I know I have a good day by, you know, by the time it's lunchtime, I've made three quarters of the phone calls yeah. that I need to make, you know, and that's by soon as I get to my desk, I'm just ripping out calls. You yeah. Know? But don't get me wrong. There are definitely times where the job gets hard and it gets frustrating. And then luckily I have a wife as a holistic mindset <laughs> coach and. I have the ability to kind of take a step back, do a little bit of journaling, do a little bit of meditation and breathing, which I've been incorporating in my work weeks and it's been phenomenal. Um, what does that look like for you? Well, I think when I, uh, when I hear the word no a bunch of times, cause I make, you know, I make sales calls and my job is to book meetings and send cold emails and cold outreach. I essentially have, you know, sales 101 the hardest sales gig you can possibly have and it's fucking hearing the word no a lot and hearing a lot of uh people that just aren't interested in talking to you so i mean two three times out of my day i just kind of have to (laughs) get away from my desk and take a couple laps around the house or even walk outside a little bit but that's that's what you got to do sometimes and if you don't do that you're just like this job fucking sucks and i quit you know but the job that i'm doing now is an investment to my future and luckily very happily i got the promotion that i have been working for and i start very soon so. i was talking about the journaling and the breath and the breathing yeah i got a promotion everyone <laughs> just wanted to just wanted to reinstate no, what that. does that look like for you like when do you utilize those tools so journaling i could probably do a little bit better with i journal when i'm desperate that's yeah, yeah i need to i need to journal more regularly more like but, preventative but care. when i'm desperate and i have i'm so anxious i don't even fucking know what to think there's just so much going on in my mind that's when i'll pull out the journal and go to it but and it helps definitely it helps yeah um but i think the breath work just closing my eyes do you do it before or after work or in the middle Uh, or whenever you need it definitely before and then uh sometimes when i need it like uh after after lunch you know after having a productive morning getting some food getting back to the grind after lunch is definitely challenging getting back into that focus zone. So do a lot of breath work there, meditation, kind of get myself amped up to have another afternoon that's equal to the morning that I had as well. And that part's super hard, especially when working at home, you know. Well, you're touching on something that I always talk about with my clients too is like when you drive a car, there's a process that you have to do from like going from park to, to drive. You have to switch the gear. There's like a transition period. 
and even with like roles that we do, whether it's like we're on break and we're back to work, like you have to switch gears. And There's so many gears switched. Yeah. It's so funny because I work remotely and I work at home. I can switch my gears by myself and kind of understand those gears. This past week, I was at the headquarters of my company and seeing all the people in my position work at the office, work mm-hmm. around all these co-workers and i mean i'm just like how the fuck does anyone get any work done at all so much socializing and so many gears to switch or in order to get the mm-hmm. job done it's just too much for me i'm, I'm lucky i get to, I, I work from home but that's why it's so important to have those tools that you can utilize within that transition period of switching gears that that helps you then switch the gears even more effectively of like okay I was just on break taking lunch. I'm going to sit down. Ooh, I'm feeling really not like I want to sit here and do some calls. Yeah. What's a tool that I can pull? Like can, I can. Yeah. Having tools is, yeah. is important. Yeah. For sure. Like, oh, okay. I'm going to do some breath work and get me in the zone. Or like, okay, I'm going to journal real quick. I'm going to meditate real quick. I'm going to go outside and ground for a second, like doing those things. The other thing that you mentioned of like even taking a lap around the house or going outside That was the other thing that really helped me today. I knew that if I worked from home today, and I have the luxury of working from home. Or you listen to Lose Yourself by Eminem, and then you're good. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I don't even think I know that one. (laughs) Yes, you do. What is it? You better lose yourself in the music you Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was called Lose Yourself. Yeah. Oh. Um, Anyway, realizing things. I... I, um, you're just not cultured, like, whatsoever. Okay, whatever. I think that the other thing was, like, I had the luxury of being able to work from wherever. I knew, and if you have that luxury, too, I knew that I was not going to show up as my best self and and get over the anxiety if I worked from home in my environment where the past week and a half I've been in this environment just being a mom. So I really needed to like put myself in a different environment to understand that my role has shifted too, if that makes sense. No, I mean, that was definitely the best move you could have done today. Yeah. Because I I mean, we were on the phone this morning and I remember you saying how like you were still super tired and I was just like, well, just come home and spend another day in bed if you need to. Obviously you had a really tedious week and you were kind of just like, no, I think I need to, you know, go to the coffee shop and work, which put you into that zone yeah and then after super important the zone is important it's so important and then after doing all the all of my calls and doing all the things like breathing and um just doing i felt so good i felt so inspired i felt so productive i felt way more energized and the anxiety completely went away the imposter syndrome wasn't there like i felt really good in my role again so i think it's like the anticipation of of whatever it is that contributes the most yeah, to the anticipation Monday sucks Anticipation yeah. sucks. And I kind of suffer really bad from anticipation. On my point earlier, like looking at the clock, counting down the hours. Oh my God, is... that was the that was like the biggest thing that you realized from your therapy session. Yeah, well, my first therapy session. Yeah, yeah. And this was a... This was, this like, was like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, a while ago. A little ago. over a year ago. Yeah. I just have really bad anticipation. Yeah. I'm constantly looking at the clock, counting down the hours. If I have something later in the day, if I have an obligation or, you know, I'll... Yeah, I'll never forget. And even playing college football when we had a super hard workout the next day or the next morning yeah. i could barely sleep <laughs> you know when i would go to the workout and it'd be fantastic it'd yeah. be awesome it'd be hard of course but that's the name of the game and that's f- the case for every single thing everything i have i, I anticipate is always a lot less worse than i think it's yeah we be. always <laughs> hype it up more in our head we always do but that's something i'm working on for sure is the anticipation with 
absolutely everything. Well, and I remember what was the the one thing that it was the, it was the tool that she gave you that really helped you in the beginning. Do you remember what it was? Well, the meditation tool. The mantra. That it will be what it yeah, will be. Yeah. yeah. Like say having a mantra to say. Yeah. You know? I don't yeah. I think that can help. Yeah, I don't necessarily repeat that to myself anymore. No, but you but did. I, well, yeah, I did, but now I just kind of say it once to myself as in like a it will fucking be what it'll be, you yeah. know, just to remind myself that I was at a point where I really relied on that. Yeah. You know. And I think for anyone listening, like that's another tool that you can utilize, having a mantra that you just say until you feel. And go into therapy. <laughs> Oh my There's gosh, therapy is therapy. therapy is amazing. I feel like I could benefit from a session. Like, I think we all could all yeah. the time. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing with that is people think they have to go to therapy if they have a problem. And I think a lot of people don't like to admit that they have a problem. And We all have problems and we're constantly having problems. Yeah, but also <laughs> therapy is for someone who don't have or, or for people who don't have problems either or for people who don't think they have problems. Well, that's know? the thing. I think it's I think it's you don't realize well, no you have problems, have problems until problems, you get there. Because like I've been to, I've had so many therapy se- uh, sessions scheduled. I used to go weekly back in college. Well, yeah, you would dread you would like oh, I, don't I would need dread this it today, because then, I was yeah. like oh, I'm feeling so good. And then right. you'd go and you'd realize some shit that you've been suppressing. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> actually did need this session <laughs> but anyway let's get into the bulk of our episode today we really we wanted even have to have a theme choose we cho- sort of did we really wanted choose, to just like chosen for today chosen <laughs> i really wanted to just come on and kind of shoot the shit and do like a little life update and talk to you guys because something i actually did do a lot of during this past week was listen to podcasts and specifically the morning toast and i really found myself gravitating towards that because i loved the banter should we start releasing a podcast every morning no that would be way too much on my fucking plate but i just really liked the banter and the conversational aspects of it so i was like that's kind of just what i want to do for this episode today was just talk and shoot the shit and I think another thing that I really wanted to talk about is, I mean, we kind of have a thing. It's kind of like social media. But for me, what I wanted to talk about was we have been off of, or we were off of social media for two weeks. I think Lucas is still off social media because he <laughs> can't, can't get back in. I can't log back into my Instagram for some <laughs> I'm over here like, maybe that's a I sign. got coerced into it to begin with. You're like, are you going to delete your <laughs> social media off your phone? Like every 30 minutes is like fucking fine here i throw my phone to her and she deletes all my social media no which is, you deleted it this time i didn't do well it i mean time. it was like whatever you're like so are you gonna do it are you gonna do it <laughs> that's how i always ladies like, if yeah, you're listening sure, babe. i really could care less if you're listening and you're like oh, my man never does things with me just force them <laughs> like you just sometimes gotta fucking and force now them. i'm over here like oh cool i mean i can download you know i can get back on instagram yeah whatever i get back on and it's just all these errors and shit they think i'm a fucking terrorist or some shit like of course this happens to me when amanda logs on and they're like welcome back with fucking bottled fiji water and shit yeah lucas can't get back into his instagram so he's still on the cleanse (laughs) but honestly i wanted to ask like how has it been because we've done a few of these before i've done like a month long my, i think this is my second yeah i think like, it is serious like detox cleanse. from it but i i don't get off of twitter though because twitter's the goat and i gotta keep up with my nft twitter yeah i get shout rid out of, elon musk just officially purchased i saw that twitter. actually it's awesome do you want to know do you want to do you want me to prove elon. to you how i or that i know that he did that 44 billion i think it was 46 it billion. was 44 billion look it up right now i think okay. it was 46 44 billion. what do i get if i'm right this dick. <laughs> Were you gonna say I get a blowjob? 
<laughs> I got the notification. 44 today. or 46? Yeah, 44. Oh. Twitter and Elon Musk have reached a deal. The world's richest man, which I thought was Jeff Bezos, is set to buy like the goes back social media company between. for 44 billion. Big time. Which kind of seems like not a lot for Twitter. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, numbers and prices these days are fucking outrageous. Yeah, I just people like just have so much money. It's stupid. I was looking at Forbes, like the richest people in the world, the other day, and it was like six hundred billion. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> like, I can't even. Fa- like, I, does your bank account actually register that? No, it's it's not the it's, like it's not the cash you have in your bank. No, it's not what you have in your bank account. It's what you own. Yeah, and what you own is worth. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah, that's actually what I realized again, realizing that um, net worth is. Yeah. Net worth is also just assets. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, someone can have much more cash in the bank than what their net worth says on Google and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But I wanted to ask you, how was the social media cleanse? Like, what did you feel? Well, not... Well, I'm still on it. Instagram. (laughs) Instagram. No, yeah. Instagram cleanse is always great. I mean, Instagram is the fucking worst app ever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it truly is. I love Instagram. I mean, I like I I, th- I say that only because it takes so much of my fucking time. Yeah. You know, but it's been awesome. You know, a lot less time scrolling on Instagram, a lot more I time think, scrolling on Twitter. I think <laughs> I think the reason, though, that like it's interesting having the perspective between us two is because you're more of a consumer on Instagram. I'm more of a creator on Instagram. Yeah. So it could the I mean, it could. Yeah. It only helps me with having less instagram in my life yeah and with less instagram in your life you're you know you're potentially missing out on actual income and i'm not i'm just over there you know on instagram like looking at random shit and posting once a month but that's the also the other thing and i want shout out my once a month uh post that the I do on trend instagram that you started that literally <laughs> everyone does now but it's all good all of Lucas's friends decides to copy him after he does that. And if you're listening no, and you're like that. calling that wasn't supposed that was not supposed to be targeted to my friends. I'm calling them out. No. <laughs> anyway, um I I actually didn't look at it that way though, with my social media cleanse. Like I didn't look at it as like, oh, I'm missing opportunity. I actually had a a different like reaction, which other times I've done social media cleanses, I've thought that like, oh, I'm so happy to be back because now I get to like create and, and get more opportunities and yada, yada, yada. This time I actually came back and was like, this sucks. Like this shit sucks. Like this is the same stagnant, unoriginal fucking content that I saw two weeks ago that I was bored of and tired of that I'm still seeing now. Like it almost reassured the fact that like, okay, I'm really not missing anything. And I, my my priorities are actually really aligning with my life right now. That's why I think Web3 is the future. As I agree. Well, because all of these platforms are so generic and they're so like, this is the way you're supposed to do a reel to yeah. get followers, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like Web3 is going to be... S- and this is such a side conversation. I just randomly brought this point up. But Web3 is going to be so tailored to... The community you want to be in and the shit you want to see. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so funny because I think part of why people actually joined the Pretty Naked was... Which will be an NFT project in the Web3 future, in in the Web3 world. Yeah. We're manifesting it. But um, 
one one of my members actually told me she's like I love the pretty naked because it's content that I actually want to see and consume whereas I'm on social media I'm seeing content that actually makes me feel like shit about myself absolutely this is more of curated content that I actually like to see and is making me feel good about myself and so I agree with you that's why I'm manifesting web 3 project in the future it's not the time right now I feel that but we're going to manifest it for the future um but I think for me like being in the wellness space and just seeing every fucking girl post the same shit, like pouring their matcha, drink, going, like walking Which to was their. So fucking you. Thousand percent. <laughs> Literally a month ago. Thousand percent. And prior to that. Thousand percent. I'm not gonna knock on myself. Like I'm totally transparent. Like, you know what else what you I... were? You were a. Fu- <laughs> 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 what I think I realized. I, it's why like that Kevin I, Hart skit. Am I and in you know a realization season of my life oh, right now? Oh, he said she had no nipples. Yeah, I've seen that. But um, no, I think like what I realized was like I was falling so into that because that's what they say to do on Instagram if you want to grow, if you want to make money, if you want to do this, if you want to get a following. And like, this is what this person did to grow. So like, why don't you do it? And also like for so long, that is what people wanted to see on Instagram was like, you want to see a vibey matcha. You want to see, you know, your favorite wellness influencer telling you. And now you just want to see butthole pics, you know, (laughs) like it's that simple. No, now I just want to be more authentic. I just feel like, my life right now was not aligning with my content. Like my content was completely separate from my life. And that's not how I started on Instagram. And that's never how I liked to share on Instagram in the first place. Why I liked to share on Instagram was because I liked to like make light or make jokes about my current reality and like share what I'm going through in my current life on my Instagram feed. And so when I came back to it, I was like, my life looks so different from this person who's 24 years old, making her matcha, going to right. a workout class, not having any kids, blah, blah, blah. My life looks so different, yet my content before I took this cleanse was emulating that. But that's not how my life... I'm a I mean, fucking I think, mess. Like, I, think, I think Lennox was in your content a bunch and like your mom life. He was, but I feel like I was trying to like put on this facade of like mindset and wellness influencer coach uh content of like <laughs> here are five ways literally that's to- what i was if you go scroll on my instagram it was like five ways to better your sleep which is like great content everyone needs to see it but like you can find that shit elsewhere or you can work with me and we can talk more in length about it but like i don't need that to be on my feed does that make sense no for sure so what would you do rather than five ways what was it what was your example it was literally five ways to get better quality sleep so how how do you how do you suggest people or how do you give pointers to have more quality sleep and not be that way i think i talk about oh lucas was gone for a week and this was the first time that we were able that we didn't i was gone for a week and you literally could not sleep at night because you thought people were going to come in our house when our doors were locked. No, that wasn't you why. You literally had to buy no, 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 no. a fucking baby It wasn't that. No, it was a disrupt room. of my... Well, yes, but it was a disrupt of my sleep hygiene. Whereas like my sleep routine has been you every single night. Like you have been in the bed with me, like sleeping next and to me. And this dick. No, sleeping next to me. And that was gone. And so it was an uncomfortable, unfamiliar situation that naturally will give people anxiety. So you're saying you need me to sleep? <laughs> 
fuck. Is that what you're this saying? is like the bane of my existence. Admitting, admitting that I'm more. codependent when I'm so independent. Tell me more. But anyway, no, it was me being. It was for your point of like content. It's like I want to use my life experience. Were you thirsty Can for I me? Speak. I want to use my life experience to influence my content rather than like my content influence my life. Absolutely. Like spend time Ooh, curating. Preach. Drop the mic. Curating all this content that's taking time away from like my current life and looking so different from my current life. Instead, how can I use the life experience I'm going through now to then share some valuable content? Yeah, I think... Uh People are more interested in that anyways. But I think that's, I mean, you weren't not doing that. I just wasn't showing my personality enough either. Like, I think that's the other thing that the morning toast made me realize. And also too, my, my one of my good girlfriends, McKenna, she was telling me a couple months ago, like, oh, I loved Just Man's, con- Just Man's the podcast. I'm not feeling that energy from the pretty naked. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. But she was so right because I haven't been leading with my personality. I haven't been like putting my humor first and like, yeah, Being, well, you were just man's hosting your own podcast, right. and then you were Amanda DeMarco hosting the Pretty Naked podcast. Right. You know, those are two different things. Right, and so I think my Instagram kind of started to get that way, too, of like, I am Amanda DeMarco, be this holistic health coach. Not for long, though. I mean... No, but... Oh, yeah, I'm going to be Amanda Fowler soon. But I I was Amanda host, or posting, or this mindset and wellness coach trying to post mindset and wellness coach things rather than just being Amanda. And yeah. like, that's the reason and people want to follow me. Yeah. See anyways. Right. That's the people, that's the reason people want to work and with me. I think you can use that same situation for anyone out there. You know, anyone 100%. listening right now who actually cares about what they're putting on social media, fucking like, God, it's so easy to say, be yourself. But man, how do you say that? How do you, no, the the thing that I used to, because that was one thing I used to reach out to to big influencers like when I like years ago when I really had like when I had my before blog before you were a big influencer. No, when I had my blog still being like, how did you gain a following? And they'd be like, be yourself, and I would be like, fuck you for saying that because I am being myself. But I think what it comes down to is not be yourself. Just understand that people are following you because they like you. Not because they think you, at the end of the day, not because they think that you're sharing they think valuable you're hot content. And they want to fuck you, essentially. Sometimes, is, sometimes. Is what it is. 90% of, of Instagram models. Yes, that is the reason people follow them. But I'd say 98.9%. Okay. But anyway, we're getting on a tangent. My point is, is that people gravitate towards you because they like your energy and if you're not showing your energy and you're just solely focused on like the message that is going to get lost a little bit because you're not also leading with your energy you know and it's equally as important in delivering your message and your mission to also put your energy into um, consideration when you're creating that content yeah i mean i think anyone can think of their favorite person and their least favorite person and all of their friends and you know conclude that everyone has their own specific energy per Mm -hmm. se or tone in the way they talk yeah and like think about it too you could see you could hear somebody say one thing and if their delivery is off you're gonna be like what the fuck absolutely but if you hear like another person who's really funny and really whatever say the exact same thing you're gonna be like oh my god that was like the funniest thing i ever heard you know what i mean (laughs) i think that's why i'm so successful at my job you know oh go off king (laughs) (laughs) no it's because literally the person on the other end of the conf- of the phone 
the way I talk to them yeah. and speak, without a doubt, they know that I am standing up. I'm smiling. Mm-hmm. I'm actually into the conversation and I actually give a fuck about what's going on. And I put effort into the conversation. That's, I mean, that's a game changer. No, that's what sets you apart. I've, I've witnessed that. I've heard you do that before. And people, people yeah. on the other end of the phone are almost taken aback. 100%. When they hear you. Because they can hear the, they can hear the smile across. Yeah. You know, they won't, they can't see it, but they can hear it. That's But you're for also sure. just like, you lead with being a real person. Definitely. Like, you're like, hey, I'm a real human being. Just got to put that out there. And they're like, oh, okay. Their guard is down. Mm-hmm. The last thing I wanted to talk about in terms of social media and just for this podcast episode was... Just because we have to throw something parenting in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, because this was also something that I I noticed about my time off of social media, especially being alone with Lennox, of how tied my ideas of parenting and like the pressure of parenting is to what you see on social media. And I think sometimes, especially, I think more women feel this, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel that at all. Okay, I think... But I don't follow like dads and shit but see, on that's social okay. media. You know? I follow a lot of moms. I also follow like, or not even follow, but just see on my For You page on TikTok, like a lot of parenting advice and like people who are advocating for gentle parenting and this type of parenting and like being a crunchy mom. Yeah, no, and, and I can't see that shit. No, no, no. I can't see no. that shit. And what I'm saying is I think that that ties so much into pressure around like what type of parent you want to be but also think you should be well i think i mean why are people listening to this podcast you know because we're parents i mean some people are just listening because they they like our banter but other people you know want to be parents one day yeah i think naturally when they follow other parents or see other parents it's like they want to emulate or they want to take nuggets from the way you parent yeah. And yeah, I think and that's I, a very natural thing. No, and I think there's beauty in that. And I think that there is purpose in that too. I think where But it, it could runs, definitely get overload. And I think where, where people run into trouble is if they like start taking whatever somebody else is saying and then therefore thinking because they don't do something that way, that their way is wrong and they feel bad about themselves for yeah, it. Yeah, and that's that's um, also why social media is, is... I mean, that's another... that's. Another negative of social media is the comparison. Yeah. Yeah. It's so that's easy what it to is. compare. It's it's the comparison, you know, it's a lot easier to see someone else and immediately compare your present situation to them and where they are at. And yeah. that's also you know, I didn't realize you're following so many different moms. I can't imagine the different fucking parenting styles you see. Well, and the other thing is like, yeah, it's like not only does it impact the way that you view yourself as a mom, but also, oh my gosh, am I doing enough learning with my, my child? See, and that's, like- that's my biggest issue. And that, I think that's why I avoid that kind of shit because I think about that all the time. You like, know? are you teaching Lennox enough? <laughs> Absolutely. I think about that constantly. Yeah. I think that's the other thing of like, you, like me, I'm so thankful that I wasn't on social media during my whole week of having Lennox to myself because the days where Lennox watched two movies, I didn't feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> Whereas if I was on social media seeing other moms, like here is the intentional play Rather than activity. watching movies, <laughs> yeah. do this. Yeah. Literally but like, anything. No, there's like this whole like sensory activities are like the big thing right now. 
I'm like, you want some fucking sensory? Yeah, you're like, look, I'm not going <laughs> to super glue some locks to a fucking cardboard and Literally. let Lennox play. You're like, okay. I was like, you want some sensory, <laughs> dude? Go play in the fucking mulch. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I think with me, um, my biggest insecurities with like being a dad right now is uh, like the sports aspect. You know, I oh. wish I wish Lennox was surrounded by more sports and shit. But like, you know, I can take him to the park and and I work and but you know, I look at other dads who are full time like CrossFit instructors or professional athletes where their son is on the field with them or their son's in the weight room, like learning that shit just because that's the lifestyle of the dad. You know, the, the dad's lifestyle is being at the baseball park or being in the gym and you know i get that in my life but that's not my lifestyle mm. so sometimes i feel bad like you know i wish lennox was surrounded by more of that when i know when he's older like he will be but it's definitely one of those things where you know i look at my my job and my career and there's not much i can like there's not much I can teach Lennox by him seeing me. <laughs> he like shadows you for a day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's the not going to... Sh- no, well, it's that's it's not going to be cold calls. It's going to be, you know, the full sales <laughs> cycle. But like, who gives a shit about that? Yeah. You know? No, but and I think... Be our well, fa- look, you... Th- this is the thing, though. Like, when Lennox is is old <laughs> enough to be able to, like, get on skis... Go on a hike. Like yeah, he's going to be big time. He's no, going to do course, that of shit. Of course like, he is. Because that's what we do. But then you see like, you know, the dad, there's this like fucking one and a half, two year old pushing a sled on like the turf with a 45 pound plate. And you know, the whole gym's going crazy because his dad yeah. like runs the gym. And you're yeah. like, you're like, fuck, that's so badass. Like, I wish my son could do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like not even I wish my son can do that. It's I wish I taught my son or I wish my son was surrounded by that kind of cool shit more um lennox knows how to turn the piano on and off and play it okay so i think he's pretty advanced and you know i think it's just where we're at in our life right now you know we're young parents so we don't really have the luxury of yeah i I don't know how to say it taking the time to teach your kids shit that is cool (laughs) that's cool yeah like we right now lennox doesn't give a fuck you know and when he when he turns the age to actually give a fuck you know I'll be in a job where I'll be able to fucking afford whatever he wants to do. That and was the other thing that I felt a lot too of like feeling bad that I don't have the energy to give to Lennox to really like foster his development during that week because I am eight months pregnant. I think that's the only... No, no, no. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's if like, you weren't eight I months pregnant, bad, it a completely different But I story. felt bad that I was eight months pregnant and didn't have the energy. Still, even though I know I can't do anything about it and it's beautiful and this is the phase of life that I'm in, still felt bad. No, of and course. So I think I mean, that's, that's why natural. being off of social media really helped me because I think that would have made it worse. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think... The other thing, too, to that point of, like, how do you protect your energy on, on like, parenting? How do you almost stay in your own lane? Like, you see these other dads. Well, I think if, if I were to give any advice on that, because it's, it's impossible to not be influenced by the way other parents parent, find one or two and stick with them. Mm-hmm. Like, find one or two parents and their outlook on parenting that you really fucking respect. Mm-hmm. And like, don't oversaturate it. You know, you don't want to be seeing 12 different feeds mm-hmm. on 
how 12 different people, you know, parent their kids. Cause that's just there. That's too much. And that's going to make you question all your tactics. Are you yeah. doing this right? You know, if, if there is any of that involved, which there isn't much for me personally. Um, but I think if there is follow, cause I do, you know, there are one or two that I really do respect and I'll, I'll take the time out of my day what to watch carnivore, that. Carnivore dad. What, what is that guy? <laughs> no, I don't even. I really don't even know like the names off the top of my. What head. What was his but, name? The uh, carnivore guy. Uh, liver, liver king. Liver king, liver king. I actually that motherfucker is intense. Him. I actually kind of fuck with him. Yeah, he's hard as shit. Uh, but liver king here <laughs> with liver queen and liver boy. All of his fucking I know, family so members. I think that's actually really good advice though that I didn't think about is like. I don't think there's anything wrong with like no, having... No, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, everyone could use some pointers and... Right, but I also don't think there's anything wrong with like having differing opinions on your feed about parenting. I actually think that's, I think that's really important. important. If you are somebody who's kind of confused and exploring and, and knowing what... Not knowing what you want to do, I think it's important to have different um, perspectives and, and parenting philosophies in your uh, you know, ether, but... And we're lucky to have the access yeah. to that kind of shit. You know, but I think following up of what you said is like people being like, okay, well, how do I like just kind of limit who I'm following and like how do I pick and choose? I think something that I always do is like audit the way that a piece of content is making me feel. So if like I'm finding myself scrolling through TikTok and I'm watching a full video and I'm clicking on their profile and I'm watching more videos, why am I actually watching this? Like, is do I find it interesting? Is it making me feel bad about the way that I parent, or am I? Is it actually speaking to me? This is actually something that I'm like, oh, I kind of want to try this. Right. So maybe just auditing the way that it, that content is making you feel. And if you're coming across like a family, like I just, there's this this family on on YouTube. They're like the Beeston family. They're like a really famous Mormon family that now lives in Hawaii. They're like, whatever. I found myself watching their content and being like, I don't fuck with this. Like it just, it doesn't make me feel like good. Right about my and that's not that's not their intention their intention is to make people feel good and they have millions of people that do feel good watching their stuff but it doesn't resonate with me mm -hmm. and so even though yeah, i was that's like, when it's safe to yes almost like block if you need to right. because you don't need to be seeing right that shit. so that was almost like me being like even though so many people fuck with their shit i don't so i'm just not going to to put that pressure on myself right. you know what i mean yeah for sure. And if you're someone listening to this who has never taken time off of Instagram or social media, I dare you to just delete it for seven days. Ooh. I dare you. So the guy who's forced into it is now recommending <laughs> it. It's cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I think we can wrap here. I don't know what this is. We can wrap here. Was. All right, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what this episode was. I'm literally going to title God it. Goddamn 47. <laughs> I'm going to title it Realizing Things. But <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I hope you guys found this just lighthearted and fun and, and got something out of it. Uh, I think. And if you thought of it as a complete waste of your time. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Sorry in <laughs> advance. <laughs> uh, we didn't really have... <laughs> We're kind of just here talking. No, but I I think it was just kind of just like the episode I needed to get acclimated again. Like I just, I couldn't, I didn't have the capacity to come on here and have a structured, let me give you these tips. Like right. I just wanted to shoot the shit. And honestly, wow. like these are my favorite episodes to listen to. So I hope that. Just one more time. How happy are you to have me back? Very, extremely, 
very 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 happy love it do you want a blowjob uh yes <laughs> okay guys thank you so much for listening to this episode next episode is going to be a Q&A so we'll be posting on our Instagram stories this week asking you guys to send us some questions and we'll be taking inventory of those and we'll answer them on the podcast so anything relationship husband wife marriage uh dating being single, college, parenting, money, anything, anything you want us to um, answer and and maybe share some of our insight on, then please send it to us. You can always follow me on Instagram at JustMans and follow Lucas at Lucas Fowler. Follow us Accidental Parents. Boom. Anything else? I think that's a wrap. Great job. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you in the next episode. Ooh.